Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Uh, so this week's podcast is cancelled, right, Zach? Oh, blimey, bollocks. <laughs> See, how's it going, governor? Oh, sure am. Great, innit? Yep, yep, down, yep. I'm sorry, is this an orphan meeting? Yeah. No, I can't make fun of this. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't do a joke as the intro. I just, it feels oh, wrong. Yikes. Mm. So, uh, hi Sandy, Oof. how's it going? Hi. <laughs> hi guys. It's that time of the week again. It's time for another <laughs> hilarious episode of Oldie But A Goodie, where we, we watch dumb horror movies and silly sci-fis. And... Oh, it was a horror movie. Oh, okay. I feel like I really misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, what, what exactly did you think this podcast was about, Sandy, from your experience? I thought it was about pedophiles from my experience, Zach. Because <laughs> it seems like every time I come um, on, that's what you trot out. Yeah, I, uh... Just so happens to be that way at the moment. Okay, so, so, uh, it's a podcast, we watch movies from 1987 in the order they're released. Last year we did this awful movie called Blame It on Rio. Mm. It was this American thing, it was terrible, episode 69, check it out if you want, and Sandy was on for that episode. This year we thought, hey... Looks like we've got Blame It on Rio, but it's British. We'll get Sandy back on again. It'll be a fun time. I think we forgot how painful watching that movie was. Yeah. And this was somehow worse. Yeah. C- um. Do you disagree? I have, I have feelings I, and thoughts. <laughs> I mean, obviously, the mm. obvious statement is, <laughs> fuck Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What an The worst ass. guy. Send him to yes. jail. Um, I don't think it's a badly made movie, though, for a lot of it, but also it's pretty badly made. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit confusing in that it seems like I don't know how to how to process it. Like, I don't know what kind of movie it's trying to be. Yeah. Mm. Like, is it is it supposed to be this raunchy comedy or is it the most depressing movie ever made? Like... So it's autobiographical for the writer. She wrote a play about this oh actually happened to her when she was like 15, I think. Um, and oh she no. wrote a play about it and it won awards. They made a movie, but the movie tried too hard to be funny, I think. I think I think, think the play is a comedy, but it's a dark comedy, whereas this kind of took the dark out of the comedy and just made it a comedy with very depressing moments. Was it? Screen written by a woman or by a man? That's my... She adapted her own work for this. So she wrote the screenplay, but then they changed the ending. Oh. Oh, that's great. Because I I really love the change ending. (laughs) Boy, did I love it. Sandra, do you know what the original ending was? I think it's just really sad and everyone's really depressed. See, that's the that's the one I wanted for the end of the movie. Yeah. I feel like that would make a lot more sense. That angers me so much because I wrote down how very much specifically I hated the ending so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, like, the tone, the tone is off for the entire mm, movie. Like, so I'm fine off. with, like, making a movie about 
this sort of content. Yeah. I think that, like, as long as the production is safe, make whatever story you want. But you've got to know what your position is on it, right? Like, yeah. you've, got to, you've got to have a position. Or at least the audience should be able to have a position. Yeah. Oh, I have a position. And <laughs> Yeah. And also, like, make the main characters characters as well. That was another issue I had yeah. with it. was, like, Rita and Sue mm. just aren't characters they're just they archetypes yeah they didn't really have anything uh, apart from their schoolgirls and what yeah. happened like th- this what this <sighs> event that's happening to them yeah i feel like we could have really gone deeper into sue's family situation and rita's yeah, family situation was, as well that, that cool. sue's got a little bit of time but it was treated mm. like it's a horrific situation and it was treated like yeah. a fun joke <laughs> yeah yeah because like the initial scene where everything happens we haven't really said what the movie's about but we'll get Uh. to it the initial scene is like super awkward there's no music it feels incredibly uncomfortable yet they're making jokes Mm. all throughout it and they're not the sort of jokes Mm. that you feel like you should cringe at they're jokes that Mm. the movie expects you to laugh at and it was like what is the like what is the tone what did the director think he was making? I'm, I, I don't know. Guys, I have so many jokes written down from before I really knew what was going to happen. Yep. Before, like, it's just what an innocent time. I'm just reading these. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say them anyway, just to take you on that Yeah, trip. yeah. All right. Oh, absolutely. We are a comedy podcast. This, oh, as, yep. Uh, you might not have known. This is going to be a, a hilarious episode. Oh, my God. Zach, before we jump into that, though, I picked this week, and shame on me, what was the other option? Uh, the one other option you had, which I wish sounded better, uh, was Summer Heat, and it's about the life in the 1930s, and how it's it's real, real hard when you're working on the farm and you have a kid, and it was very poorly received. <laughs> Apparently it was really <laughs> bad as well. Not only was it just about a farm and how hard it was, it was also... Just a really bad film in general. Oh, great. Okay. Did I pick the right option? I don't know anymore. You certainly picked an option we're going to talk about today. We should have just done yep. Master Blaster from last week. We definitely all had to watch this movie. No, no, don't say that. No. <laughs> to be fair, we forced you to watch this, so you can force us mm. to watch Summer Heat if you want. I really, I feel like that's not enough. <laughs> what? I'm devising some kind of Dante and punishment for you all. Probably deserved. Probably, yeah, probably <laughs> well deserved. We made up for blaming on Rio with Hunk, and now something even greater needs to be done to make up for this one. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Damn, Hunk was good. That was good. Let's just think about Hunk for a while. <laughs> hey guys, check out our episode on Hunk. It was a fun time. Uh, check out our episode on Hunk after, after this one if you need. Like, yeah. some self-care. Or, or stop this episode and go to Hunk. It might be the better option. No, no, no. It's alright, guys. We'll make it through. We'll make some jokes. It'll be... And we'll come out of it on the other side being yep. like... Alright. We we did it. Um, and we'll, Yeah, we'll get into um, yeah the behind the scenes of this movie. So it was released May 29th, written by Andrea Dunbar, based off two plays that she wrote, the first being The Arbor, which is about a schoolgirl that gets pregnant to her Pakistani boyfriend, which is half of this movie. She wrote that when she was mm-hmm. 15, uh, which happened to her around the time that she wrote it, and then it won awards wow. when she was 20, and then she took it on the road, and then also wrote Rita, Sue, and Bob 2, 
which is also autobiographical. And then she wrote the screenplay for this movie, but then completely wrote off this movie after they changed the ending. And then she passed away in 1990 um, at the age of 29, which is quite oh, sad. Oh, that's so sad. Oh. Oh. So, yeah, sad, sad life. Um, but is renowned as a pretty great British screenwriter and, and playwright. So I kind of mm. want to check out the play. Maybe. Yeah, that's mm. really fascinating. I'd be really curious to see how it's different. Mm. Yeah. And how, like, especially, yeah, like, tonally how it's different. Because, yeah, like, the, there's nothing wrong... Well, you know, I was about to say there's nothing wrong with the subject matter. But, like... <laughs> there's a lot wrong with the subject a, matter. It's a perfectly valid subject matter to explore. Especially, yes. yeah, like, the fact that it's mm. autobiographical. Now I'm, like, that's really fascinating. And, yeah, and, and obviously things like this happen... And I guess it's kind of a relief to know that it's not just some male screenwriter going like, <laughs> like, yeah. like drooling all over his page, thinking, isn't this fun? Isn't this funny? Although it feels like, you know, there was some dicks thrown in there along the way that kind of fucked things up as they want to do. <laughs> yes. They, they are one. Yeah. Well, well, well there, there is the director, uh, who is Alan Clark, um, best known for making heaps of these like play TV movie things. Right. Uh, the conservatives hate. Um, very like liberal <laughs> sort of plays that all British very conservatives raunchy. hated back in the day. There's like Scum mm. and M- Made in Britain. I think Scum actually got banned from the BBC because of how many letters they got. Wow. <laughs> Telling them to take it off the air. He did do a musical in 1985 though called Billy the Kid and the Green Bay's Vampire. That sounds great. Yeah. I mean, there's good things in there already. He also died in 1990. Conspiracy. Hmm. That's, yeah. Mm. Mm. How? It's possible that someone after watching this film went out and murdered Went on a rampage. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wouldn't be surprised. Ah, still feels weird to joke about it. All right. Um, cast. Mm. The cast for Rita is Siobhan Finneran. Uh, went on to be in the classic... O'Brien from Downton Abbey. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I watched the, like, I watched the whole movie. Like, I watched... No, I could only watch, like, tw- ten minutes, actually, before. I was like, okay, fuck it. Who is this woman? <laughs> and then I looked her up and I was like, oh... Like, because I recognise her when she's old. Yes. Mm. <laughs> she plays a bitch in Downton Abbey very well. Is she, like, a servant as well in that one? Yeah, she yeah. plays, yeah, the lady's maid, who, among other crimes, sets off a series of events that leads to <laughs> the lady of the house losing a baby. Oh. Oh, oh no. my lord. Real piece of work, <laughs> O'Brien. Here, Rita, uh, benefit of the doubt, she's, she's just a young girl. <laughs> yeah, we don't really know much about her. No, but Rita lives in a very, like, like the most run-down house in this awful, depressing, run-down neighbourhood. So there's obviously some kind of serious poverty issues, Mm. it looks like. And they have some kind of (laughs) bikey gang? (laughs) Yeah, that was weird. Oh, yeah! What the hell? Why was that bikey gang? I wrote that down. I don't know, because they rule. Yeah, mm. that was a cool scene though. All the bikies come in and they're like <laughs> doing stuff. I just yeah. said that because it had the the graffiti on the front of the house said bikers rule. Mm. In case we were wondering, <laughs> yeah. in case we missed all the motorbikes, it was like these guys are bikies. Yeah, so, you know. that was so weird. Yes, yeah, Sue is played by Michelle Holmes, who hasn't really done too much, but she was on Coronation Street, uh, the soap opera mm. that they have over there, around the same time that. 
Tenorin was on the show as well. So I think they had like a reunited sort of thing. I don't know if they were everyone's screen together, but yeah, they were all on that. Mm-hmm. And then playing the absolute worst, uh, Bob, is George Costigan, who was in a crime TV show called Happy Valley, also in that Doctor Who special with Kylie Minogue. Uh, those are the two main things I could find that he was in. Happy Valley's meant to be really good. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. Hmm. I, I mean, he's not a bad actor. So uh, the reception's quite interesting. A lot of people who like live in the area where this movie is set got really angry at the film and being like, oh, it's really negative towards our lifestyle. We hate it. It really was. Yeah. <laughs> and so for that reason... I feel like that's justified. I think a lot of people in the UK went and saw the movie. No. The Rotten Tom- T- Tomato score is very interesting. It's 80%. Audience score is 81%. Uh, 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 3.2 out of 5 on Letterboxd. So pretty positive. But also, a lot of people at the time said what we're saying and then that the tone doesn't quite make sense. But I think because we've gotten so many better movies dealing with this subject matter since this film's come out, that it doesn't hold up mm. well. Whereas back then, they were all pretty terrible when they were dealing with, like, you know... That's actually a really good point, Sandra. You're making me think mm. about this more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, my my visceral reaction to it, uh, you know, is obviously disgust. But when I think about it, like, with a critical eye, mm. Um, mm. You s- the girls definitely have, like, agency. In- it's not mm. like a Lolita where they're being coerced. Well, you know, to that, not to that extent. Anyway, they clearly, like, are enjoying what's going on. And... Yeah. And... Are kind of seeking it out. Yeah. There's... Yeah. Uh, again, though, that first scene is still really uncomfortable because there's no clear consent at any point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And they make a huge... It seems like they're making a huge deal out of the looks that the girls give. They're, like, they're saying, we're not interested in that, or um, we don't know anything, you know, we're virgins, mm. we don't know what's going on. But they're making these, like, big cartoony, like, wink, wink... <laughs> Um, wah wah wee wah faces that sort of implies the opposite. So, yeah. Yeah, I did some deep diving in the letterbox reviews just to kind of get a feel of what people think about it now. And mm. a lot of it, well, well, half of it was like just guys be like, bruh, don't make films like they used to. I'm like, yeah, you're weird. But <laughs> the, the other half of them were people being like, it is kind of an enhanced, almost cartoony world where this movie takes place in. And there's the dark, depressing, like, nature of what the film deals with, but it's almost like it's it's trying to be kind of like a sitcom, so it's still really funny, and I guess that's the tone. If that was on purpose, then... I guess it worked. I don't know if it was though. I don't know if it mm. worked. <laughs> mm. I re- if it was the if that was what they were trying to do, I respect the attempt, but I don't know. I've... It did not work. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean to call out like just people in general, but there's a certain name group that really love this film. So uh, the eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, I went through those audience scores for the last segment. And all the people who uh, liked the uh, movie had very, like, 
mid-60s housewife names. Women. I wonder if it was, like, if they grew up, if it's something that, like, reflected the environment they grew up in, if that was, like, a point of access for them. Like, if they were, like... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. you know, I was a girl with a mullet hanging out with girls in mullets in the most depressing town in Yorkshire, and this speaks to me. <laughs> yeah, true. I think you summarised, like, half the... Uh, the, the... <laughs> The reviews, yes. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, it, yeah the reception's really interesting, um, I think. And yeah, I mean, yeah, the raving reviews, I'm not excited to see what it's like, but yeah. Curious, be, uh, curious. Yeah, definitely <laughs> curious. We don't know how much it made, but we do know how much it costs, which is a lot. This cost uh, 993000 maybe? About $1.4 million at the Fuck. time, which is expensive. Expensive for I wonder a smaller if film. That was like just hiring out this entire housing district, like yeah, maybe. Because okay, for the for those playing along at home who haven't seen the film, it's set in in this sort of it looks like public housing estate in Yorkshire, um, and you get these big kind of long sweeping shots of people walking between these huge housing estate buildings. Um, and get you go in and out of them, and and that's where most of the action happens. So I wonder if if it went to that, if because you know people would ostensibly live there, you'd have to yeah kind of mm. wrangle that. That's true. You know, otherwise this film didn't seem particularly expensive. <laughs> no. Mm. Okay, the plot of the movie. Let's just jump into it. Oh, I'm all happy. Whoa, I'm whoa, smiles. Whoa, 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 Hell whoa, yeah! Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Just before we do that, oh no. I did want to throw out my opinion, just just a little bit on this movie, mm. and put it out there that I really hated this movie. <laughs> I don't know if I expressed that enough at the start. Um, I'm with you, Zach. I really didn't yeah, this wasn't enjoy a... a single moment of this. This summarised everything I hate about like movie drama, just sort of movies that focus on the day-to-day lives and glorifying the, like, you know, cheating and other things that that go on. I, I'm just not a fan of it in general, and this is, like, summarising the worst part of it that I don't like, and that's just sort of the movie, and I really hated it. I really hated all of it. <laughs> um, there, there were some, like, good moments in it, but, yeah. I, uh, this is exactly the film I don't want to go out and see. <laughs> so, yeah. It's too late, though. Yep, it's too late now. <laughs> You've seen it. I made you watch it. To be fair, the, the other option was the same thing, so... Yeah. If I was to pick one positive thing about the movie that I really liked, it would be the cinematography and how there's a lot of really, really long-running shots, and that would be mm. my main and probably only positive <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you really feel like you're in Yorkshire. Yeah. You really feel like you're really cold. (laughs) And you're trying to walk quickly from one building to another because it's really fucking cold. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody walks, like, really fast between the building. Like, there's lots of long shots of people walking between buildings, just to clear that up. But, yeah, and and they're always, like, folding their arms like they're freezing. (laughs) I feel like that's what the the, uh, reviews are saying, you know, that it makes them remember home sort of thing. Uh, Yeah. That's that sort of feel. Let's jump into the plot. Mm. It opens up with a song called Rita, Sue and Bob 2, and it's one of the worst things I've ever heard. It it doesn't make any sense. Oh, I like the funky synth. I think the funky synth almost made up for how depressing the opening shot of all the buildings is. Yeah. I liked liked the 
the way the chorus made no sense though. Yeah, the lyrics I don't like. Very confused. Why don't you hit us with some of the fire rhymes? Yeah. It's Reader and Sue and, and Bob, Bob too. too. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're bitten the soft core, you mustn't put it back in the box. Oh, is this a metaphor for the virginity of a teenage girl? I think yep. so. It's the old sad story about the three bears and Goldilocks. <laughs> yeah, I remember that lyric. <laughs> Who's been messing with my reader and Sue? And Bob, Bob too. too. It's the same tonal issue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that the movie has on a larger scale. <laughs> I, I just wanted to know what the... Th- Three Bears and Goldilocks thing was all about. What the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. Because the three bears all have sex with Goldilocks. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot. I forgot about that part of the story. Papa Bear's like it's too hard, and Mama Bear's like it's too soft, <laughs> and Baby Bear's like marry me. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I think my mother cut that part of the story for some reason when she read that really? one to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's the uh, it's the original Grimm Brothers in Germany. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah they're makes actually sense. quite uh, dark. <laughs> you know, it was lessons lessons for medieval German children to learn. I um I wanted to bring up a lyric in the song that was like Bob stuck in the middle, and I was like, no, he's not. Yeah, <laughs> he's not at all. Did he stick his his him himself in the middle? I think that's what happened. Let's get into this opening scene because it's a. It's a banger. Mm. It sucks for dogs. Yeah, there's dogs fighting. We open with a, a drunk man leaning on a pole that isn't there in a classic drunk man fashion. Mm. And we learn that he's a puppy kicker. So he's a bad guy. That's short. That's movie shorthand for you cinema uh, amateur <laughs> uh, aficionados. Oh, and then you have those, like, dogs that are fighting. Yeah. But their tails are, like, clearly wagging. Yeah. They're, like, they're having the time of their lives, so they're clearly actor dogs. <laughs> yeah. And they're, like, yeah. growling and banging their teeth that the tails are going, like, a million miles an hour. Like, this is fun. Yeah. We're actors. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get treats. Uh, dogs are great. I love dogs. What? Yeah, but why were their dogs fighting? Um, explain. Uh, just to show that this is a bad neighborhood where people don't look after their dogs, I guess. Yeah. And then Sue comes out of her house and argues with the man, the drunk man. So we learn that they have some sort of relationship. Later we learn mm. that he's her father. Um, and she's heading off to school uh, with her mullet and her white jacket and mm. no bra, bouncing around, enjoying life. I was like, rock on, sister. I like I liked the older man that said, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, there were two characters that were always in every scene around these houses there's that old man and then also the guy watering his plants outside bob's house and they were the two Mm. well maybe not the old man near where sue lives but the guy watering his um the guy watering his his flowers best character in the movie only he's amazing and also a chekhov's gun which we'll get into later. yes yes not sure whether that was in the original play but a very interesting addition and it's funny though because he's also, like, just the snoop, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, as, as a rubberneck, as someone who loves to spy, um, mm. and who spies relatable. on neighbours at every opportunity. Oh, absolutely. Um, I found it really relatable, you know? He was my, you know, Yorkshire youth that I connected to. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <in this> movie. 
in, in his like sixties <laughs> over there. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Sue is walking to school. She drops past her friend Rita's house to sort of sort of pick her up. And Rita's house is the most dilapidated, rundown building in the neighborhood. Mm. And that's where we get the beautiful spray painted wall saying "Bikers Rule." Right. Yeah. Because we yeah, don't. Yeah. We don't know if Rita lives with her parents. I don't think. She does. I feel like it's implied she does because doesn't Sue at one point say, "What did your mum say?" Or what? You know, uh, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. Yeah. She does say that. They're in the picture, but I don't think we actually meet them. No, we never see them. Sue's definitely sort of a main character. Yes. I I heard the biker sounds, but I didn't actually pay attention to like the the biker's rule thing. Oh. It really stood out to me, possibly because it was speaking directly to my values. <laughs> yeah, but um, unfortunately, I think at this point, the movie had already lost me. So um, I wasn't paying much attention. Um, <laughs> I was just feeling very cold. Yeah, I was feeling quite cold. I wrote down Shua at this point, because that's how they speak. Shua. 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 Yeah, the accents were quite yes. broad. I take down to the, the shop. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, can't do it. Sorry, say that one again. No, nope. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> and then we jump forward to their babysitting gig, which they do together, which I feel like is not economically smart. No. Because yeah, no. you get the same amount of money, surely, and then you have to split it with your friend. Yeah. Although it does seem like they're having the time of their life babysitting. Just like watching music videos and jamming out. It's cool. Yeah, I was mm. like, you ever sit on the couch nodding to music with your girlfriends? Yeah. Maybe it's worth splitting the money. Maybe. Um, just just to hang out. We never, um, we never see the kids that they regularly babysit for until like an hour into the movie. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. a very long time I was like, are they just house-sitting or are they actually babysitting? <laughs> So, yeah, they both babysit for this married couple. We later find mm. out uh, one of them is named Bob. I don't think we ever actually get the wife's name until, like, half an hour into the movie. Which yeah, is, until way later. Yeah, classic. Um, the parents come home, and Bob's like, I'll drive you both home. And they're like, okay. Mm. At some, Well, he puts on the radio. The song's quite good, actually. I quite like the song. I was, like, grooving along to the song. And then he said, let's go to the Moors. And they're like, the Moors? We're not fussy. And I put in brackets about where we get murdered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's definitely the vibe that is existing. Yeah. And I also wrote, if I'm going to get killed by a pedophile named Bob, I hope French clown music is playing on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the music was very out of place. And then I also wrote, imagine getting murdered and you have a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's how people remember you. I wrote down... Two things here, which was, man, I hate Bob. Oh, man, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was the two things I wrote here for this scene. So, yeah. Yeah, this whole scene is just is awkward because, like, they're Excruciating, driving... Excruciating, you might say. Yeah. They're driving to the moors. He's asking them both if they're seeing anyone. And they're like, no. And he's like, what do you... Uh, what did he call condoms? Uh, rub- rubbers? <laughs> No, Durex, Durex. That's what he calls them. Durex. And they're like, what are you calling rubber Johnny's Durex for? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I'm like, what are you calling condoms rubber Johnny's for? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good old slang. Yeah, he gives him a sex ed lesson. He does, yeah. I was worried. I was scared. But then it just turned into a sex ed class, so that was okay. With a creepy guy out in the moors. Best place yeah. to... Yeah. He drops lines that, like, his marriage isn't going well and whatever. Mm. And uh, it's also like, these seats are reclining. 
And I immediately wrote down, don't lie down on the reclined seat. <laughs> he also asks if they're virgins. And yep. then pawns it off as he's just curious. And I'm like, what? How is that a normal question? Absolutely not. You can't just pour that out. Anyway, so continue. And it's all it's all played for laughs. Yeah, like like I was saying before, they keep making these big cartoony, like um, saucy faces, like really like um, mm. cutesy, sassy expressions. Like ooh, we, we yeah, we're virgins. Ooh, <laughs> but maybe we won't be later. <laughs> like yeah, there's, they're definitely trying to give the sense that the girls are into it. While the while still having the dialogue be yeah no we're not interested in that yeah <laughs> no we're not interested, you know yeah and the characters haven't like their characters haven't really been established at all at this point either not that they are like later on yeah not that they not that we go into detail yeah but we don't like really know what their personalities are at this point or their histories or where they're coming from like are they actually virgins or. Yeah. You know, how sexually inexperienced are they? Are they actually attracted to Bob? Or is this just a circumstantial Yeah. Thing? We're definitely uh, unmoored, if you'll forgive the term. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> My next comment was, when you're trying to assault a minor and another minor keeps heckling you. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. That, I think that sums up the scene, really. Yeah, because Sue lines lies down on the reclining seat and you can, you know, probably guess what happens from then on. And she clearly enjoys it. Like, to the film's credit, Sue's having the time of her life. Yeah. It doesn't seem like, you know, there's any... Forgive me, but it doesn't seem like, you know, he's doing anything uh, extra to pleasure her. Mm, true. But um, nevertheless, she seems to be one of those lucky young women who is able to orgasm from uh, <laughs> only vaginal intercourse. <laughs> so that's okay. There's, like, in terms of the dialogue, though, and this was one thing that really confused me, is later on in the movie, we we meet this other guy, he's also a complete dirtbag, but um, there's a lot of, like, verbal consent there, so it's obvious that Mm. in the screenplay that's something that was thought about, but that's just not in this scene at all. Yeah, well, it's seen, it's the way they frame it with the, the guy later, Aslam, it's seen as, like, really unsexy. It's like, it seems like the message of the movie is implying that, like, asking for permission is yeah. unromantic or unsexy, which is really an unfortunate position <laughs> to take, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but maybe there's an element going, because Aslam, the the boy that Sue is later intimate with, is her age. So maybe there's an element of, like, well, now she's wise beyond take years, like, she's had... She's had sex with an older man, and so bo- young boys her age sort of aren't aren't interesting to her anymore. Yeah, this is turning into a very serious podcast episode, you guys. It really, it really is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's serious business. Serious business. It is. There'll be jokes later. Yeah, I'll. I'll I was. I was really excited for Aslam. Like may, maybe maybe she's gonna have a normal relationship. I loved Aslam. I feel like they really did his character dirty. Yeah, well, he's based on a real person um, that, um, yeah, she went out with um, the writer, so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the actor <laughs> and, was really uh, cute, and so that was really disappointing for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I was so excited, and then he turned into a giant douchebag, so I was like, oh, really? You can say, you can say abuser. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, man, come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's uh, like, Really? Bob's the good guy, really? <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, that's another weird thing with this movie. 
Uh, so back to the car scene, there's some really weird quotes I wrote down, including one being, how long will you be? Which is Rita in the back seat. Yeah. Which I enjoyed a lot. I liked Rita heckling him. It, it was fun. Mm. Yeah. Felt like some mm. kind of justice. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That whole sequence plays out. It actually takes a while. It's probably like 10 minutes, the whole scene. And it ends with them being like, wow, what an experience. I wonder if it'll ever happen again. And they're like, I hope it does. We get more of Sue's dad when they go home. Um, he is not only quite drunk, but he's quite a violent drunk as well. He grabs... Is it a mm. baseball bat? I don't think it is. Maybe it's just like a piece of wood or something. Yeah. I think it's just a plank. That actor is quite good at portraying a scary drunk old man. Yeah. So kudos to him. All you do is just get shit-faced before each shot. You yeah, know, who knows? You're good. Maybe he's Stanislavski method. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, no, he was very, very good. I liked the the family dynamic they had. The sort of it felt really like obviously I didn't like the the family members, but you know their their dynamic felt very real. With yeah. the, yes, you know the deadbeat dad and then the, the mom really bitter to... critical mom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the particularly the one where she didn't want people to know how much they could afford. Yeah, yeah. I laughed at the giant George Michael poster in Sue's room. Yeah, I was like, oh no, Sue, you don't know that he's gay probably yet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's never going to love you, Sue. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love George Michael. He's great. Mm. The pipes on that man are truly second to, I was going to say none, but that changed my mind. Second to Freddie Mercury. True. But that's all. So uh, we cut to them at school. It's probably my favourite quote, which is the teacher in the school collecting all the pieces of paper, being like, thank you, thank you, thank you, I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it goes on forever. And I, I, I found that very enjoyable. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was definitely a, a vibe. Yeah, not much really happens. We see that Sue works at like a taxi company and that's where we're introduced mm. to Aslam. I never thought I'd be so pleased to see a horny sexist young man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, yes, uh, come. You can be in this movie too. Yes, yes, yeah. get over here. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're the same age. Please make yeah. the moves. God. Yeah. Unfortunately, he betrays us later. But yeah. yeah. And yeah. In that moment, I was I was in love with Aslam too. I mean, he does make a bet with his friend to see who can get with her first. But, he you does. know, well, again. I mean, you'll yeah. notice I did say that he's a sexist young man. He is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> However... <laughs> He is not committing statutory rape. <laughs> yes. I'll take some some moderate sexism over, over uh, you know. Let's be real. If you're going to try and have sex with someone who's not a sexist, you're not going to have sex. Uh, Everyone's a little bit sexist. Wow. This is a deep episode. <laughs> we're, we're, going, yeah. we're going places. <laughs> yeah. mm. this, these are the hot takes that you've signed up to this comedy <laughs> film podcast. Yeah, yeah. All right. You're like, you know, I know they're very funny men, but... What do they think about pedophilia and consent? <laughs> no, it's, and a, it's a question we get asked every day. And I that's must why. know. Yeah. And I say the same thing I always do. Sandro, Sandro, Zach, how do we fix domestic violence? Uh, uh, well, we definitely don't make a movie about it in the 80s. No. Yeah, that, those uh, ones turn out wrong. That yeah. might harm more than it helps. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I wonder if the... I don't know. That's too big a question. I was gonna say, I wonder if like this had an effect um, on the culture. 
Mm. Oh, North England. Probably. Oh my god, you guys, this is so depressing. Oh dear. Alright, uh, <laughs> Rita and Bob Jeez. are meeting up without two in show houses. That was a weird scene. I wrote down a quote, but not a quote, more a question, because they're in this show house, mm. they're having a quick conversation before they go off and do their thing, and Bob says mm. the line, oh, he says something about, like, money, I'm not entirely sure what it is, but he says the line not short of a bob or two. And I just wanted to raise the question, with our three names, we don't really have a name like Bob, which can be used also for an item. Well, I guess maybe with Sandy. Sandy is an adjective, which is why... Yeah. I'm glad my last name is not a noun. If there was a saying like that, or I'm not short of a bob or two, but it was with your name... I would, I feel like I would feel weird saying that. I don't know. It's just so entrenched in English culture. Like, a bob, a bob mm. has meant a pound. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure it's a pound. For, or a penny. I'm not sure. Two I'd, bob watch. I'd, I'd pay two Zacks for a, a <laughs> bag of chips, you know. I'd, I'd, I'd be down for that. Oh, I guess it's probably mm. easier if you're like, if your name is one syllable as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, what if your name, you know, I feel like the... <laughs> no, that's not true. I was going to be like, I feel like the term Bob the Pound came before Bob the Name. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it would be like naming your child Dollar. But... <laughs> that That's happened. That's definitely happened before. <laughs> Someone, I'm going to name him Dollar and he's going to be rich. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to name mine a 2004 Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, you know. You gotta manifest. Let's jump to when Bob's wife is starting to figure things out. Can we? I just wanted to make a quick comment about. She's like, oh, we should pull the curtains so that people don't see us having uh, underage sex. And he's like, mm, people will be suspicious if we pull the curtains. Let's hide under the covers upstairs instead. So they like dive under the covers of the bed upstairs. Except I just want to say the cover, the actual doona, like the cover on the bed. <laughs> Is the most disgusting 80s thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was pretty gross. It's got these huge ruffles on the edge that are meant to like hide the the bed frame underneath or something. But it was also Mm. just so thin and and like Mm. the saddest, thinnest blankie. Yeah. And I was just looking at it being like, they're going to get cold when they take all their clothes off. It's like The Sims as well. It's just a bunch of flailing underneath. Woohoo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the comedy kind of dies down a bit though when Bob's wife starts to find things out because she finds the wrapper in the pants and she's like what's this and he's like oh, she finds the Jurex yeah which is not really a wrapper it's it's a box it's a box yeah mm. um, and that's when we learn that he's cheated on her before also with a babysitter yes so. not an underage babysitter though was that specified it probably was like have you ever met an overage babysitter oh uh, but the the way she talks about it, it like it doesn't. It sounds like a a, a, a woman. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Mm. Okay, so the reason their relationship is falling apart, right, is he's a sex addict and she's not. That's what I got from it. Yeah, or he's bad at sex. Yeah, that, yeah. that too. <laughs> he is incapable yeah. of pleasuring her. <laughs> so it's implied through that that it's not his fault that he's going and and assaulting minors. Yeah, that was mm. the yeah. 
Yeah, that, 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 that's the part where I think that might also have something to do with their failing marriage, where he uh, cheated on her and is a yeah, giant Yeah, potentially. Like, <laughs> she can't trust him. <laughs> yeah, that's probably where it all started falling apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he, where he cheated on her and also is a giant scumbag. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a pretty funny line that I laughed at. I can't remember who else is in the scene, but they're talking about, like, how her brother or something is divorced. And I think it's Rita who is like, oh, wow, there's three divorced people in your family? And she's like, might be four soon. Yeah, I thought that was funny as far. That was a great line, yeah. But then he obviously gets offended by that and he's like, how do you say these things in front of guests, in front of company? They're both escalating the situation, making it worse. Just stop one of you. Oh, by then she suspects that it's them as well that he's having sex with because they're the babysitters. Or one of them. I don't know if she expects him to be fucking Mm. both of them. This was a sequence where the tone was pretty well done, though. Aside from the whole, oh, he's, mm. he's, he's not actually that bad of a bloke part of it. Like, the tone in terms of the mixture of comedy and depressing was pretty well handled. Yeah, I feel like I, f- I felt like I knew how to feel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> yeah. I think you're supposed to be sympathetic to Michelle. She's only in, like, half an hour of the film as well. Like, just, like, the mm. middle portion. But mm. damn, she looks good. Those two outfits she tries on before she goes out to the party? Oh, yeah. That was all yeah. in one long take as well, where she tries on know. the two things and puts on, like, makeup. It was just, like, one long sequence. And I was like, wow, this film is made pretty well in terms of, mm. you mm. know, that stuff behind it. Anyway. So the D- yeah. we like the DOP and we don't like the director. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that mm. might be. <laughs> that might be. Mm. Who knows, guys? Who knows what was going through? It was a different time, as you guys like to say. So, uh, after that... Oh, yeah, they try to make things work for a bit as well, but he immediately, like, ruins it. Um, (laughs) That was the sequel. It was a very realistic conversation. Mm. I just just found it really convincing. Like, the way they talk about it, you know, the, the way that it goes... From sort of arguing into negotiation. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 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 very natural. It seemed like, yeah, it seemed like it changed from a, a raunchy comedy then into like a real kitchen sink drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. didn't they didn't insert a stupid joke to ruin the tension. Really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, not until the, the very end of the scene. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, course, I wish yeah. you wouldn't put your tongue in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, ha so Rita and Sue are skipping school and stuff. They go to a dance thing with Bob, which is a concert uh, for this Eurovision band. Um, and and they're a real band. They've got some songs, and the song that they perform in this movie is <sighs> all about how great gangbangs are. And, and the lyrics <laughs> were concerning, to say the least. Um, <laughs> I think they mean gangbang to mean orgy rather than group rape, which is what we understand it to mean, I think. Well, there was the line we're having a gangbang against the wall, and that led me to believe that it wasn't (laughs) the... Right. But I'm not not sure. I'd like to give the band the benefit of the doubt, just because it's such a happy, jaunty song. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That really does promote this hypothetical gangbang as an enjoyable experience. So I choose to believe... Mm. <laughs> I choose to believe that it's a consensual orgy, and please do not take that away from me. <laughs> well, there's a granny. There's a granny in in the audience, and she's a part of this weird thrusting 
train dance they're all doing. That was great. Yeah, this like sexual combo yeah. line. Yeah, which absolutely looks pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie. What did you think of this oh, whole scene, Zach? Were you grooving along, or were you as confused as I was? Uh, well, I think I've heard this song before, like oh. played at. No, I played it like a comedy, you know, thing or something, you know, as like a stupid. Oh, hey, here's this song, which is here's super this dreadful raunchy. Song from the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um. So I think I've I've heard this song before, and I didn't I didn't think of the other things that it could mean. No, I I it's an orgy song, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. <laughs> it was pretty fun scene. Isn't this uh before it where he just can't get it up? Oh uh, yeah, I think that was uh, uh it's it's around uh, this time. <laughs> yeah, it's around it's around this time where he because he's like, really stressed because Michelle's friend is also at the event, so he knows he's sort of been sprung. And I'm um, like, finally, we're gonna have some consequences. You know, the movie's gonna mm. turn around and actually take that sort of darker tone which I've been looking for. So I was actually I was actually uh, starting to enjoy the film a little bit more. Ooh, yeah. I, I wrote down I hope shit hits the fan. <laughs> is the exact thing that I wrote down there. I wrote I hope Michelle takes it all in the divorce. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, that's fair. I think at this mm. point I kind of just like gave in and let myself be lulled into complacency by the accent. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know what? Far be it from me to criticize a cultural artifact. Gone down to pub. We'll go into car. <laughs> Get into car. <laughs> Give us a jump. <laughs> oh. Did you guys ever watch The Goodies growing up? The comedy group The Goodies from the 70s? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love The Goodies. Did you see the episode Ekithump where it's like the Lancastrian martial art and they start talking in like that? northern accent all the time <laughs> right yeah 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 and he like hits people with black puddings and that's like that's his martial art anyway anytime anyone ever doesn't use the word the and replaces it with t i always think about the ceremony <laughs> <laughs> well icky thump. anyway shout out to the goodies for being a good time and oh they were fantastic they a good time i wonder yeah they hold up pretty well they they hold up really well yeah in my opinion i need to watch them again does it hit the fan, Zach? Were you happy with like what happens from this point yeah, onwards? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I was, I was, I was excited. All right, things are sh hitting the fan. <laughs> so the uh, friend of the wife goes back to her house and is like, "Hey, yo, your husband's a piece of shit." <laughs> She's like, "Tell me something I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know he's a like I saw him with the girls. And she's like, whoa, well, yeah, like yeah. that fucking bastard. And she puts the kids in the car, doesn't she? And she storms out the house, grabbing grabbing the boombox on the way out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for her. And we see we get like a not a montage, but we see scenes of her going to each of the houses and getting everyone, you know, yeah, yeah. sort of together. She's gonna have a big confrontation. And they yeah. do. They have a big confrontation of the lawn of Sue's house, and all the neighbors are looking on, and it's very much a big, embarrassing spectacle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she's, you know, yelling at at Rita and Sue, you know. And can I just say, she looks great. She's wearing this amazing, like, tight pants, white heels, mm. big '80s, like, sexy dancer sweater situation. She looks great. Yeah, yeah, no, no, she's great. And Bob's a piece of shit. Um, so <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bob's an idiot. And it all it all just escalates and escalates until a bunch of the bikers show up and take Rita away. Thank God for bikers. <laughs> they're great. They're great. Yes. Are they her family? I think 
they're like friends of the family or something. I have no idea. They're based in her house. <laughs> mm. Maybe it is just a large family of bikers. Maybe maybe her mum is like the the matriarch of the bikes, you know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's like a whole other movie happening in the background. <laughs> That's I what did, I yeah, I wanted believe, I yes. wanted to watch that movie. Um, <laughs> so I I the only. Uh, the the real thing I liked about the scene was just like the onlookers and the old man. It's like, go yeah. tell it, you tell him, you tell her. And then the kids, like the teenagers, who are like, this is better than the game. <laughs> yeah, I was a big fan of this scene actually. I was just excited to see some comeuppance for you know these yeah. horrible people yeah. doing terrible things, and I was like, finally Bob's gonna get what he deserves. But you he know? doesn't though, and it's just yelling, yeah, that's and, the and it's just her awful parents being awful, and the awful rich couple being awful, and the. Well, she ugh. takes the kids and leaves um, at this point as well. That was a scene I like to see, especially yeah. with she's like in that boombox too. I'll take this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But then he asks Rita to move in with him, which is a bit weird because she's pregnant now she as well. Because she is pregnant. Yeah. So Sue yeah. came to pick her up from school, but Rita's mm. still in her dressing gown. She's like, "I'm not coming. I don't go to school anymore because I'm going to be mum." <laughs> yes. Mm. And Sue's like, "How dare you?" <laughs> I don't know. It was like, yeah, they they fight. She realizes that Rita's been having secret sex. Mm. Yeah. With Bob behind her back, where they did not use protection. Um, and she feels a bit betrayed by that for some reason. Especially because she thought she was the favourite, which makes sense because she, she'd always go first and everything. Yeah. I think that was definitely implied. What Sue does now is that, yeah, she starts going out with Aslam. Aslam. They go out to a Pakistani theatre, which was quite good because she's like, why aren't there subtitles? And it was just so lovely and I just wanted to stay in that Pakistani film. Yeah. Let's just stay here in this nice cinema with Aslam explaining all the cultural stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is a... I like this. All right, we've got this, like, old movie where, you know, things are happening and Aslan has to explain because it's not in English. Yep. You know. Mm. Oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of, you know, cute sort of thing. Sue didn't seem like she was enjoying it as much as I was. That's true. Mm. That's true. I was like, Sue, if you don't want him, I'll have him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that might be a bad call. That might be a bad yeah, call. Yeah, that turned out to be a bad decision, but yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know what? We're not all perfect. It's a bunch of, like, miscommunication because he sees, he sees Sue talking to Rita at Bob's house and thinks that... No, 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 no. She's coming back from talking with the... Yes. And Bob's dropping her off. So it looks like Bob's... From Rita's house, yeah. Yeah, Rita has been hanging out with Bob. So it seems like they've been spending time together. Yeah. Yeah. And And his reaction is not reasonable. He decides that she's cheating on him with Bob. Yep. And, um, And that... In order to punish her for that or make her stop, uh, he must beat her up. <laughs> yep, and I was like, oh, god damn it, fuck's sake. And to the film's credit and to Sue's credit, she, like, stands up to him and... Yeah, yeah, yeah which is good, and it's good. gets out of there ASAP. I was so disappointed in Aslam, I really wanted him to be, like, Yeah, shit. same, yeah. exactly. I, I had finally had hope. Because he was young, and he was cute. Yeah, I liked their family, like his mom and yeah. all that, and then, yeah. But also, when his sister has that conversation with Sue, I'm like, Jesus, Sue. Like, the sister's like, would you ever go to Pakistan? And Sue's like, uh, nah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> not a little respect, Sue. Yeah. Mm. There's another confrontation when Rita comes over, and he starts to get violent again, so Rita kicks him. 
Um, at this point, I think Rita's had a miscarriage. Yes, that's right. Rita lost the baby. That just happens off screen. But she was kind of chill with it. Yeah. And Bob was like, we'll have more. And she's like, no, we won't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, why not? We'll get so much uh, government money. And she's like, government money, my ass. You're not mm. the one who'll have to raise the child. And I'm like, mm. this bodes ill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh man, I, I hated this. I thought we were going to get some comeuppance, and at this point I, I was like, there's nothing happening here that's, yeah. Yeah, he's not going to suffer, really, yeah. at all. Apart from, and, like, apart from losing his kids, but also it never seemed like he really cared about his kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's almost like he's a giant piece of shit. Um, yes. And uh, this is the point where I realised the movie was going to end how it was going to end. <laughs> I, was, I was very upset. I was like, yeah. no! We just had the comeuppance things. And this is where it, it would differ from the the real ending. I imagine, yeah. But before before it ends, we get a scene where Aslam chases them back to Bob's house. Yes. Um, and he's trying to get them to open the door. And we're all afraid. And it's really tense, actually. It's like almost mm. a horror movie. It's like Hush. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> in that mm. movie where the, the guy's mm. like outside the house. He's trying to get in. Yeah, it's a good scene. He the, says, um, I'm going to take all my pills if you don't let me. He's yeah. like, I've got pills in my pocket and I'm going to take them and I'm going to kill myself if you don't let me in. Yeah. And she, to her credit, is like, good, take them. Yeah. So, she passes some water to him through a cat door. <laughs> yeah, I like, I, I liked that. It's like this this shitty lie and she's like, oh yeah, sure, go ahead. Yeah. Here, have some water. You can wash it down with, you know? Yeah. Because, like, she's calling him out. And Chekhov's gardener comes back. He's... It, it took a brown guy, this hose guy, to stop watering his garden yeah. for the fucking yeah. police. You're right. Yep, not, he's a bad person. You're right. He's like, not in my neighbourhood. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wrote down, that this guy turns out to be the hero in this story, but... It, it, if you look at it from a different perspective, he just sees a darker color skin and goes, "I'm calling the cop." <laughs> it's cop time. <laughs> oh yeah, all the all the characters are bad if they're male in this movie. Turns out, <sighs> honestly, yeah. the women are not that much better. They're definitely the victims, but I wouldn't call any of them paragons of virtue. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, that's. And fair. I don't that's mean fair. virtue in like a like purity sense. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I just mean like they don't really seem like kind and caring people. Yeah, no. No. It seems like a pretty bleak world. So, yeah, the uh, the snooping neighbour calls the cops and then he runs off. Um, Aslan runs off. We never see him again because the movie's got three minutes left to go. And what does it do in those three minutes, Sash? It ruins <laughs> my life. <laughs> it's the worst three. Well, at first I was like, I kind of like this because uh, Sue... So goes to live with Rita. She leaves her family behind and is like, I'm moving in with Rita at Bob's place. We're both taken over the house. It's our house and now Bob's out in the... He's out in the dog basket. He's going to go buy a dog basket to to sleep in. Yeah, that seemed kind of sweet. And I get, you know, like, it seems by degrees a slightly better environment for her than her alcoholic father's house. Yeah. Or Aslam's abusey, abusey house. But... It's a fake out for some reason. So Bob, while initially a little bit put out and, and feeling a little bit henpecked by these two teenage girls that he is now living with. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was holding that the whole time. Ah! <laughs> to find them both stripped down to their underwear, under the covers for some reason, half under the covers, with a big space in the middle waiting for him. 
And they say in unison something like, what took you so long? And he jumps onto the bed with them, presumably about to have sex. And we get a lovely 80s freeze frame to tell us that this is the end of the movie. It's actually the worst ending yeah. we've done on the like, it's, it's a Terrible ending. I will say I felt relieved because I knew that meant that it was over. It, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I was very angry at this point. Yeah. At least the movie's over. Ah, it's a weird ending. It's a really odd ending. My last note was, what is this movie trying to say to me? Is this a metaphor for Thatcher's England? Ooh. Yeah. Maybe. Ooh. <laughs> well, now I know it was like a cute art play, like friggin' Fleabag and that was something in the 80s. I'm like, look, maybe originally. Yeah, it, it really does feel like they made up a new ending for this because it just mm-hmm. felt like not how things would pan out sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very glad to hear that this wasn't the real ending and that there's a different one out there. That makes me a lot happier because I... Yeah. I, oh. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really bad. I hated this. It's a really bad ending. Because the way that, like, a lot of dark comedies usually go, I find, is, you know, they start off quite funny, then they get darker and darker and darker, and, and then it ends and... You're just like, whoa, that was a lot. You're kind of disturbed. Yeah. Mm. Whereas with this movie, it starts off, well, awkward, but there's certainly a joke's up top. And then it does get darker and darker and darker. But then it just ends with this, like, weird, oh, it's back to that, not wholesome, but incredibly funny sitcom humour type of vibe. And you're mm. just left there being like, that was weird. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they kind of they kind of ruined it with that with that ending. Not that, you know, the movie would have been... Great. A masterpiece. Yeah, had <laughs> mm. the ending been different. But it at least might have felt, like, more authentic. More yeah. Like it actually had mm. something to say. Something. It felt like it might have had something to... You know, that's what I got when I was watching the movie, that, like, this might have had something to say before it kind of went through the meat grinder of 80s aesthetic and sensibilities and comedy. And so, yeah, so when you said that it was originally a, a stage play written by... A, a, like an autobiographical stage play. I was like, oh, okay, so this, there it is. There's that kernel. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that I was looking for. So desperately looking for in this movie. Yeah, yeah. that's the part of it that definitely yeah has something to say, and we just didn't get that in the film. I don't think there's a part of it where I think it succeeds, which is that snapshot of like cold Yorkshire. I think that works. Yeah. The the atmosphere of the location works. And I'm sure that if you grew up there during that time, you'd see people you knew in these caricatures and these different characters. Hopefully not too much. <laughs> True. Yeah, it makes me very curious to like as to what the original piece was. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I'm curious enough to sit through another version of this, though. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, definitely not. Definitely not. It, it is a curiosity i'll take to my grave yeah yeah <laughs> i'll just i guess we'll never know <laughs> yep so oh, okay how to rate it i uh didn't for rio we we had a we added a new one that was a yeah the go to jail yeah. award um yeah oh absolutely this gets the go to jail award easy wow i mean bob should definitely go to jail yeah uh go to jail award for rita sue and bob too let's never do one of these movies again um thank you so much <laughs> So, the segment we've been doing this year is the add or remove segment. Um, pick one thing to add, pick one thing to remove to make the film better. Uh, we'll start with Zach. What What would you add and remove? Uh, I would add the old ending and remove this ending. <laughs> yep. 
That that sounds like a good thing to do. I I I would add a more gritty, realistic. Like they they have this tone of it being realistic, and then they have the like, oh, comedy, it's all for fun, everything mm. turns out all right. And I I really hated that. Mm. And I felt like this was going in a good direction, and then they flipped it around again, and I was like, no, no, I I add some consequences for Bob. He he comes out on top at the end, and I really feel like he shouldn't. Though, <laughs> um, that's just that that's just my feeling. Yeah, so. the criminal shouldn't come out on top. That's yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the literal pedophile shouldn't win. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they do, but I feel like that shouldn't be the message of this movie. But it shouldn't be framed as a good thing. It shouldn't be the movie shouldn't be celebrating yeah. that win. Yes, exactly. Yes. So that's that's what I would change. Uh... I would add the rest of that Pakistani movie and subtract everything else. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. I would just, I, and it would just be that Pakistani movie about the girl who dances and yeah. on the glass and to save her boyfriend. Looks great. Looked like a great movie. Yeah. I'll watch that. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Instead. <laughs> um, what would I have to remove? I would remove uh, the jokes and I would add... A murder rampage, sorry. A, a, yep, I was going to say a metaphor, but that works. Ooh, yeah, murder rampage. Yeah. Let's let the girls just get revenge on everyone. Ooh, that would be a good movie. That would be a good movie. I feel like it would fit with the tone a bit better. It would actually, yeah. We do have the checklist, uh, but it's not going to get like any of these so i don't even know if we need to go through it wait wasn't one of the checklists this is the 80s movies things right yeah, yeah. all of the tropes wasn't one of them um a song yes. written yeah. for the movie so it definitely gets that one it gets that one it gets what's there a freeze frame oh yes actually uh, at the end yeah actually yeah. I, I don't think freeze frame is a trope i will i will add it though oh we'll add that to the list there you go oh it doesn't get dead animals but it does get animal violence yeah, that's true. It, it does have animal violence, yes. Is bikies on it? <laughs> no. Or spooky, scary graffiti? <laughs> I'll add spooky, scary graffiti. <laughs> Liberal graffiti. Oh, it, it obviously gets being bad porridge, though. Yeah, yes. absolutely. <laughs> it's cold porridge. <laughs> yes, this is the worst kind of porridge. Let's do the next segment. This will be interesting. <laughs> yep. So, it's time for Raving Reviews. It's the part of the show where I get uh, reviews from Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score, and the uh, other two people on the show, because we have a guest, have to battle it out. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, by guessing the uh, scores that people rated the film. Yeah. Only by the things that they've actually written in their review. Yes. It was interesting going through this because it has an 80%, so there was a lot of positive reviews. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's so strange. <laughs> um, and I think it, it was the sort of history of this film where it was like really pro mm. popular Yorkshire sort of film because it was, you know, it's a hometown sort of film sort of thing. I'm trying to think of like an equivalent that we have. Crash in Australia. Oh, Crash. <laughs> I was yeah. Say, like, I mean, maybe everyone reviewed Crash really highly purely because it simply tried to deal with the subject matter, but it's a terrible movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> it it just it tried its best, but <laughs> so you you have to guess between zero point five and 
five. Mm -hmm. uh, those yeah. are your score options. So there's point fives. Remember that. Very important. Darren says, I remember this being the toast of British movies at the time. Not sure why. Maybe it's dated, but felt like it limped along. I would say around three stars. Around Doesn't three. sound like he disliked it enough to give it less than, like, a middle of the road. Mm. Mm. I might go two. It's probably going to be right in the middle of mm. our two guesses, though. Yeah, it'll probably be two. It is exactly that. <laughs> it Great is two. guess. <laughs> it's 2.5. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly go. down the middle. You should have trusted your gut. And so uh, the next one is by Deb, uh, comma, Freddy, end comma, <laughs> okay. uh, who says, lol, dot, 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 dot. Corker of a film. Oh. <laughs> four yeah. stars. Ooh, four right. stars. Okay. I reckon Corker, she's from the north. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. She relates. That's where that's what I yeah. think. Um before I uh before I guess, Zach, which portions of that are in caps? Are there exclamation points? <laughs> uh, the, the the lol is all caps. Sorry, yep. this is a good point. The lol is all caps, and there are four explanation points. All right, it's five out of five. Oh, you're close. It's actually 4.5, right between the middle once again. Uh, okay. Zach, if you and I worked together, we'd be... S not Zach, Sandra. If you and I worked together... <laughs> yeah, true. We, can we would probably. be so powerful. Sorry, Zach, we're not working with you. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's very fair. I we're not playing your game anymore. I've been watching all the Saw movies lately, and I know that if we work together, we'll be able yeah, to do it. Yeah, that's what it's about. It's it's punishing us for being selfish. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Fuck, Saw is so good. I might watch Saw to recuperate. Mm, yeah. The, yeah, the first couple of them. Bring me back to... a. a a healthy place mentally. So, um, yeah. People <laughs> oh. mutilating themselves to free themselves. Soothe me. It's self-care. <laughs> Actually, no, though, I do want to say I did watch Saw 4 after watching this film and it did help. So <laughs> I watched <laughs> it directly <laughs> afterwards. Boom. <laughs> hey. There we go. Anyway, continue. <laughs> All right. You know, what's the real torture porn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, John might think it's this movie because he says, the only movie I've seen that's so shit I turned it off. Oh. 0.5. I guess I'll go for the one then. Ah, it's 0.5. Yeah. Sandy's on I the win. board. Yeah. <laughs> so much for teamwork, am I right? <laughs> let's, let's get him. Suck it, Sandro. Oh, no. <laughs> It's okay, though, because as we know from those movies, uh, you are currently winning, which means you're the next to die. So in the Oh, <laughs> from the mm, Saw movies? That's true. <laughs> Who's the real winner? <laughs> I'm enjoying this, like, jaunt into Saw. <laughs> yeah. I'm enjoying this side sidebar. <laughs> yeah. Lisa says, hilarious film. Uh, a complete must-see before you die. Oh, my God. Jesus, it, and then, quote... Jesus, it looks like a frozen sausage, end quote. Oh, yeah, that was a quote. Um, that, that was a quote. And I wanted to say, Lisa, no, it isn't a complete must-see before you die. <laughs> I'd rather I not see it ever, Lisa. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say four stars. I could go 4.5 or I could go five. I don't know which one I'm going to do. But if you, get, if you go five out of five, then there'll be that little middle between your guys' exactly. score again. It could be. <laughs> because there's the extra thought in, like, Adding a quote in there, I think this person's put a bit more time to their review. 
And mm-hmm. usually when that mm-hmm. happens, it's not 5 out of 5. It is something like 4.5. So I think I will go 4.5. It's 5 out of 5! <laughs> oh, he tricked you! Ah. <laughs> yep. A complete must-see before you die. <laughs> How is that not a, a raving endorsement? Uh, may, maybe you guys can get this next one uh, by uh, Joanne, who says, I like this because it's just rude. Lol. Oh. No. I'm going for four again. You're going for four. You're really sticking on these fours till it's right. I really think... I feel like no one... Well, I mean, I was obviously wrong that no one five out of five likes this movie, but... <laughs> yeah, Lisa, there is there, there was quite a few five out of fives, actually. <laughs> oh, dear. But I think you're looking at it from the wrong perspective. You're looking at this from a legitimate reviewer, whereas these are raving reviews. Where if a person likes it, they put five out of five, and a person doesn't like it, they put it to 0.5. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 3.5 for this one. 3.5. It's 3 out of 5. Oh, 3 out of 5 for this one. Alright, mm. oh, alright. So, so close, but no bananas. What? <laughs> Clara No says, frozen sausage. Oh, yeah. yeah no, no, no frozen sausage. Says, crying laughing at this every time I watch it, even though I know what's coming, comma, Mint! Five out of five. Oh, I mean, it probably is five out of five. Uh, four point uh, five. It is all in all caps. Oh, it's one hundred percent. Sandy's getting the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can also pick five out of five, Sandra. That's true. You can do that if you want to be that guy. I'm not going to be that um, guy. I'm never that guy. <laughs> four point five. It's five out of five. <laughs> of course it is. Two points. Two points. All right. Samantha says, "One of the best films of." 80s. I loved it and still love it now. Even my teenagers love it. I doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're just saying that not to upset you. There are nope. so many better movies for teenagers to watch. <laughs> mm. They have so many options. <laughs> I reckon 4.5. I'm going to go 5 out of 5 for this one. It's 1 out of 5. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Okay, that was a typo though. <laughs> yes, correct. Correct. They've clearly messed that up. They've clearly made a boo boo. <laughs> They clearly wanted to rate it quite highly. All right, Zach, that was really disingenuous of you. <laughs> really? Really was That was it? not in the spirit of this game. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. That one, that one was a bit mean. I'll, I'll, I'll do the last one. I think uh, I just, I, think I would just guys... like to say that Jigsaw would never have done that. That's true. <laughs> well, not like original Jigsaw. Hoffman probably would have. He's a bit of a dick. Yeah, he actually is. But I love Carrie Elway so much. Have you guys watched The Princess Bride? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love so that. So good. Film. It's coming up this year, actually. <gasps> I can't wait. Sandy's on that episode now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I was yeah. about to demand that, but I was like, maybe my gasp will be enough. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? We don't even have to do an episode. I'll just recite the whole thing for you guys. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that would be perfect. But to get there, we must end this episode. So I'll go with the <laughs> final one. How many points is Sandy on at the moment? Two? I'm on two. This is going to be a double pointer. Oh, double pointer! All right, that way we we can have Sandro potentially tying it up, or Sandy absolutely destroying Sandro, <laughs> which I think is a more likely scenario. <laughs> yeah, baby. We have private you, which I presume is private user, and it's just cut off the rest <laughs> of that. Great. Which uh, says file it next to full Monty in your. Hilarious northern working class comedy section. Five out of five. Ooh, five out of five. Zero point five. I don't even know. It's zero point (gasps) five. 
It's 0.5. Sandro. It's a tie. And that is the episode. We made it. <laughs> That's it. Thank you so much for coming on and enduring this thing with us. This is the the, yes. the last time we're picking one of these being like, this will be fun. Yeah, no. This is definitely the... the... Forgive me if I really don't trust you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is the, the classic, like, shame on you sort of thing, where it's like, fool us once, shame on you, fool us twice, shame on us yep. sort this of is, thing. This is yeah. this is on us. Uh, yep. you, did you really look at this and be like, this will be fun, this will be like, blame it on Rio. Do you remember how much fun we had on blame it on Rio? It's true. Not a lot. Wasn't that much fun. <laughs> you have got a podcast called Illiterature. I sure do. It's on a hiatus right now, but we're planning a huge, huge second season. And if you're in Melbourne, uh, I'm also involved in a, a brand new comedy yes. theatre, a non-profit comedy theatre called Corner Shop Comedy, which is bringing you really cool variety shows, loose improv shows uh, every month and different workshops and fun things like that. So you should definitely check that out on Facebook. Yeah. If you're in Melbourne and interested in comedy. Yeah. And yeah, if you go to any yeah, of the nights, um, chances are I'll be there slash I'll be tacking. So... Yeah, Sandra did our tech last time, and you did a great job, Sandra, if I may say so. Oh, thank you. It was it was a lot of fun, uh, that one. <laughs> that was a fun show. Um, so, that yeah, uh, show. the links to your podcast and also to Corner Shop, because Jacob's also involved in that. Um, yeah, uh, Who's been on the podcast a bunch. So, yeah, links that in the description. Also links to all of uh, the podcast socials, our personal socials, um, well, not personal, our public socials <laughs> and all that yeah. stuff in the in the episode description. Also, Patreon. The show is kept alive by all of our wonderful Patreons over on patreon.com forward slash oldie but a goodie pod. You can join the Bad Porridge Club. Uh, $5 a month will get you upwards of two bonus episodes every single month. Last month we did Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. Annihilation, the classics. Uh, they were a lot of fun. Uh, there's a new episode out on Wednesday, uh, this Wednesday. Not entirely sure what it is on yet as a recording. Uh, we're recording this a little bit in advance because um, I'm going interstate next weekend. But there will be more information over on our Patreon if you want to check that out. Again, thank you to everyone who has signed up over there. Uh, Zach, you are picking next week's episode. All right. Well, it can't be worse than this week. <laughs> These are some fun options, actually. These are some fun oh, options. Oh, thank God. Thank God. I just, I just can't at this point. I just want anything. We are almost in blockbuster season. Almost. We're almost there. We're limping along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. I feel like it. Your first option is called Benji the Hunted. It's a live-action Disney movie about a dog trying to survive in the wilderness. That sounds amazing! Uh, I don't like the idea of a dog being hunted, though. I feel, I feel like this could end poorly. But he's going to be cute and resourceful, probably. He could also die. I don't know. But he'll solve puzzles and climb on things. <laughs> that does sound pretty good. Maybe he'll make a friend, a woodland friend. I think that is a franchise. I don't know if that's a sequel or not, um, but I think the Benji series is a Disney franchise. Uh, you also had Cyclone, which is about a woman who must keep the ultimate motorcycle from falling into the wrong hands. Oh, I was really hoping it'd be like a Storm Chaser movie, like Twister. <laughs> no, it's some weird... It might be cyberpunk? Okay. You have got Harry and the Hendersons. Ooh. Uh, uh... <laughs> that sounds famous. Yes. 
look up Harry and the Hendersons. I've seen this film before, I think. Oh, well, it's about it's about a family who go out in the woods and they find a Sasquatch out there and they've got to take yep. care of oh, the Sasquatch. It's horrifying. I love it. I, look it up. He's horrifying. Oh, he's, no. Is it a scary he, movie? No, 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 no. Oh, no. He's meant to be cute. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. His face is really upsetting. Yeah. Yes, it is. I remember, I remember that. Another one of your options is The Untouchables, about a group of special agents who are sent to take down Al Capone. Oh, shit. Wow. That's also famous. That one's also quite famous. And then your final option is Wolf's Hole, which is a Czechoslovakian movie about 11 teenagers who go to a skiing camp. But only 10 students are meant to be at the camp. I mean, one's an intruder. It's It's a horror film, probably. Wow. That sounds fun. That sounds a bit like Agatha Christie, One of Us is the Killer. Hey, hey, Sandy, don't all of these movies sound better than this? Yes, they do. Why am I here now on this week? So uh, what, what are your thoughts, Sandy? I want to hear yours. Well, I have never seen The Untouchables personally, mm. Mm. but I love listening to the soundtrack. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's got a really beautiful soundtrack. So that's a strong contender for me. But also I feel like after this week... Like, just a lovely adventure in the forest with a dog. I would, but it reminds me of the fox and the hound, which scarred oh, me for life true. as a Is it sad and about racism? <laughs> yeah, no. As a child, I got so sad um, when certain things I don't want to spoil. If anybody's not seen it, you should mm-hmm. definitely go see it's it. It's from the 80s. I think it, they've had long enough. <laughs> no, 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 no. No one's had long enough to go see that film. Go, go, go check it out. It's a great film. But my God, I was, I was genuinely depressed. It's really sad. It's, it's about friendships ending. Yeah. You don't want to hear about that when you're a little kid. I'm picking Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> oh, no, Zach. Oh, it's exactly what we need. A Sasquatch movie after this one. Yeah, yeah. Zach, you're going to get bitch slapped. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who by. Maybe by multiple people. Maybe Maybe myself. Who knows? (laughs) The entire cast of The Untouchables will come over to your house and slap you. And I would deserve it. I would deserve it. Actually, no, I don't know why I'm being mean to Zach, because Sandra is the one who put us through this. That's true. I picked it. It's all my fault. (laughs) It is all my fault. Honestly, I feel like the slaps deserved uh, equally between us. (laughs) Maybe. But uh, I think Sandra really needs to f- see this film because I have, and I think um, uh, I want to inflict it on him. Right, 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 right. We wrap up the episode with the best quote from the film we just saw. I think mine is probably, yeah, when Rita or Sue is like, wow, there's three divorces in in your family? That's crazy. And then the, the wife's like, well, it might, might be four soon. Uh, my favourite one was, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as the old man that is part gremlin, um, just <laughs> bouncing up and down on his apartment, just lo- loving all this drama happening. Yes. He's living his best life. True. How about you, Sandy? I'm going to bend the rules a little bit and ooh, say that ooh. mine is Biker's Rule, the graffiti. <laughs> that's nice. That's good. Yeah. We, it's, it, we ended up having a lot to unpack. <laughs> 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.